Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. We're back. Got my co-host with me, Water, H2O, co-host of the goddamn century. What do you call the, the total existence of, of humanity? You know, you can't say century, you can't say decade. The best co-host of of all time. A lot of people throw of all time out there, but let's all time on planet Earth. Come on, man. Come on. It gets no better than this. It gets no better than this, man. Drink your water, people. Drink your water. Drink your water. Stop making excuses. Stop saying, I don't like the taste. It has to be like this. It has to be like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, it's just because I just can't find the time, man. All your excuses is lame. lame. Every last excuse you got is lame. Get in on this water. Imagine, imagine if water made excuses for us on why water just couldn't serve us. Imagine if water was like, I, I just can't rain no more. I just can't. I just can't rain anymore. Imagine if a river was like, I just can't run. I can't run. It's just my knees. I, I'm sorry. I'm a river. I know I'm a river, but I can't run. I'm sorry. I, I, I know you're using me for soil, but I just can't. I just can't provide those, those nutrients. I, I, I can't. What if water did that to us? I can't run in your shower. I just can't run today. What if it never came on? You got your musty, crusty ass in the shower. You turn the knob and water was like, I can't. I, it's just it, the tile in the in the shower. It's just, I can't. I can't. That's what you sound like when y'all be making all these excuses on why you don't drink enough water. I want water to turn the table on your ass. I can't. I can't. It's, I know you're dirty. I know you're dirty, but it, I can't. I'm sorry you had to be musty. It's just. Imagine. Take that in. Think about your silly little excuses and take that in. Anyway, man, we back. Verbal cardio. I got my producer extraordinaire in the, she's in the, uh, the atmosphere. She's in the, the ether. She's out yeah. here. She's the voice. She's the voice of God. Yeah. She's out here. What if, <laughs> what if that's how God talks to you? Yeah. What it do? Yeah. What you want? What it is, player? What it that's is, good. player? What you need from me? What up? Damn, you again? I. Right. Yeah, man. What you want now, man? You always hitting the player up, man. You always asking for some shit. What if God cuts? Right. <laughs> you always asking for shit, man. What? You always be praying like I, 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 like. Let me, you know, you never pray for nothing that like is right. realistic. Man, come on, man. You always <laughs> running up, whining, crying, you know. I'm, what, what you doing? Why well, I got to do all the work? Oh, who you in the hospital now? Weight. Right. What you wanna, how you want to lose weight? You eating cake. I seen you. Right, man. Don't be whining to me about this. Oh, you want somebody to pull through, huh? Man, look out. Anyway, <laughs> let me get the IG people out of here. Listen, Instagram. If y'all want to get in on Verbal Cardio Live, join my Patreon. Click the link in my bio. Join up today. You can get in on it. You can finish this fun right here, right now. But right now, I'm cutting y'all off because y'all y'all not patron saints. So, bye. Boom. They out of here. Good riddance. They out of here, man. They missing out. They missing out. I'll be thankful for the badges, though. You know what I'm saying? Got to show that love. <laughs>
got to got to thank for the badges, man. Boom, man. Now it's just us. We're alone. We're alone. Just us and the patron saints. What's going on in the world today? Man, shout out to the patron saints, man. Struggle Beer Bakery, Twa, That Sizzle, TC, uh, Candy Cammy, Sarita Houston, Sherry, Rain, uh, Kiyomi, Mark G. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Tamara, Miranda, you know, Simone L, Cat87. Chaz Ali or Chase Ali, I'm not sure how do you say it. Randomly CJ, June P, Nana P, Alice, Miranda Cummings. Appreciate y'all, man. I'm glad y'all are here, man. Brian Davison, Rainbow, G. Lowry, Latoya Larkin, man. The usual suspects is in the building. King Panda, I see you, Tanya R. Corey, Eric Payne. Daniel Lynn, man, I appreciate y'all. Jet V, Mikey, what's happening, man? Don Foster, what's going on, y'all, man? Appreciate y'all, man. Taking attendance, man. Y'all lucky I don't take attendance <laughs> like dude from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. G-Man 83, G-Man, Jet V, Jet V. Jet V. Jet V. Can you imagine the teacher that would never give up until a person says something? They just continuously call the name until that person says something. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Because that's how the how it starts. He's taking attendance. Yeah. He's like, Lauren Hill? Lauren Hill. And then it fades into the uh yeah. the, the opening track. There's some uh there's some really good instrumentation in uh those little skits. Like in the background, the music that's playing in the background. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it was fire. I was like, man, this could be a nice little instrumental right here. Right. That's one of the best albums ever made. Man. I wonder if Lauren Hill realized, man, this is one of the best albums ever made right here. Yeah, that's why she'd be late. She do be late. Man, I gave y'all the best album ever. But, but she was late for class. She told us that in the album. That's <laughs> why she didn't answer album. the roll call. She was she late. She didn't even show up. No. So it's like <laughs> she told us who she was on the album. All right, you can know? we be mad? And now people are acting brand new. It's like Miss Hill. Miss Hill, she's not gonna be there on time. If at all. If at all. If at all. <laughs> but I don't know if she was absent that day or not. That's why I keep saying on time. Because they faded into the song. I assume that was her showing up. Mm. Christy Alley passed away, man. Man. Christy Alley. I didn't know she was on the on the men. I didn't know she was uh dealing with cancer. Um I haven't seen her in a while. It's been a while since I seen Christy Alley. So it was just like, damn, man. Christy Alley. I'm a fan of Christy Alley, man. I grew up watching Cheers. I remember when she came in after Shelley Long left the show. I was never a fan of Shelley Long on the show Cheers. So when Christy Alley came on, I liked her better. I was like, yo, Christy Alley, man. I like I like this girl right here. And of course, you know, when you're on a show 
as big as Cheers, you're going to get the movie roles. You're going to get the movie offers. You're going to get that. She was in a movie called Sibling Rivalry that tanked at the box office. But hey, and then she did Look Who's Talking with John Travolta and Bruce Willis doing the voice of Mikey. Look Who's Talking was a, a massive hit, made over $100 million at the box office. The sequel didn't fare as well, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Christy Alley was also, Kirstie Alley, was also in a movie called Madhouse with John Larroquette, who was also in Night Court. I don't know if y'all remember the show Night Court, John Larroquette, they, her and uh, John, they were playing this married couple who had these family members from hell staying at their house, and it became a madhouse. Um, and that movie did okay at the box office, but I remember watching that, um, you know, I've seen it a few times. It's funny, that movie, from a cinematography standpoint, there are certain movies, I don't know what kind of film they use, but they look kind of made for TV-ish. But not not low budget, but they, they, they didn't look like film. They look like made for TV type joints. I don't know, it was, if you watch the movie Clifford with Martin Short, if you watch Madhouse, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Um, those movies had this look. Even Beethoven might have had that look too, where it looked like they were TV shows, but released theatrically. Like the colors weren't the same. It was like bright, and it. I don't know how to describe it, or it was just something different about those movies. I was like, man, I don't know what it is. It kind of, it kind of cheapened them, but not really, you know. But uh, like, go watch the movie Clifford. Just look at a clip of Clifford, and you'll see what I mean. It was like, yeah, these, these look a certain, a certain way. But uh, and then Kirstie Alley did a uh, fat actress, and uh, she just had personality, man. I liked her little raspy voice. Um, you know, she was just, she was just dope, man. Uh, you know, I don't know if her family's even watching this or even aware, but you know what I'm saying? Prayers and love and, you know, I'm not even sure if she had children or not. Um, but man, man, cancer is a musty heifer, man. Cancer is a musty bilch. She does have two children she and got a grandchild. And a grandchild, man, come on. And she passed in Tampa. She passed in Tampa? In Tampa. Man, damn it, man. I'm going to be in Tampa. I might as well go to the funeral. Might as well. Might as well, man. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. I will be in Tampa, Florida this weekend starting, if if this airs on Thursday, starting tonight, five shows, plenty of tickets left. You know what I noticed about my tours, man? Hmm. When I come back to a city, man, y'all be ashy. So it kind of, to be honest with you, it kind of worries me. It's like, man, y'all wasn't y'all wasn't happy the first time y'all saw me. So it, it's it's like when I come back around, y'all not pulling up. So I'm just like, damn, you know, it's not a good look, you know. So I'm just wondering, am I coming back too early, or when you came to see me, I wasn't what you expected, and now you just like, eh, 
You know what I'm saying? He didn't do he didn't do the skip that diddly d and the crams. I, I wanted the crams and the Kirkpatrick's and the I'm the ones. He I didn't do any of that. Expect. And so I think they're not coming back for that reason. Stupid. So you know, because I noticed like Tampa's not going to match what I did in Tampa last year. Cleveland didn't match what I did last year, but my agent was like, "That's because you did it all short notice." And I was like, "Yeah." I'm not a fan of excuses, so I'll just be like, I'll be wanting to know the real root of the issue before I lean on, you know, excuses. I'll be wanting to know the the real reason for shit. What so, if that's the real reason? It could be, notice. but I don't want to lean on that because I don't know. And I feel like that's not the reason. I don't feel that in my spirit, in my soul. Because y'all know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm coming. So it's, it's, I don't know, but I, I definitely noticed the difference. So I'm just like, hmm, I don't think Phoenix is going to do as well as it did last time. So now I'm wondering, was a lot of people just like, ah. and I can see that happening. Like if you go see me and you come to my comedy show and you're expecting these, you know, voiceover type, you know, I don't even know how that would even work stand-up comedy wise, like expecting me to do voiceovers on say, I don't know what you're looking for. But um, I just wonder, you know, the people leave, walk away from the show like, man, it just wasn't, he didn't talk about any animals or none of that really. I don't know. It's just no Kirkpatrick and no, I don't know. I don't know. But I noticed the difference because I do the numbers, y'all. I study the numbers. I study my own numbers. And I'm like, man, y'all ashy. And every city, every city's like, no, man, come to this city. We're we going to hold you down. Ain't no guarantee now. I don't trust nobody. I don't trust no city yet on, on the re-up, on the back-to-back roll back up. So the verdict is still out on who I can trust in this dirty game right now. But if you're in Florida, you're near Tampa, if you are in Phoenix, if you are in Virginia Beach, these are the last three cities on the tour. So pull up, get your uh, tickets early. Show animal clips on a projector. I will not be doing that. What the hell? <laughs> I will not be doing that. No, thank you. I also think people need to understand that you're a stand-up comedian first. I'm a stand-up comedian first and foremost. Like, if anything, like you'd give up voiceovers before you gave up stand-up. Voiceovers are dead. Yeah, like if you had had to to make that choice, voiceovers are gone. Voiceovers are dead. Yeah. Good Absolutely. Beat down at the bar like Billy Bats, then put in the trunk. This is what I would do with voiceovers, man. I would come in there. Here's how I view the voiceovers. I would come in there because voiceovers are huge, just like Billy Bass was. When he got out of prison, he's a made man. He's back. And I'm coming in, and then the voiceovers disrespect me and what I'm doing. Oh, look at you with your little stand-up comedy, man. Hey, I'm just busting your ball. I'm just busting your balls, man. You know, a lot of people don't even know you do stand-up. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just busting your balls. You're like, hey, man, I really, I really do stand-up comedy, man. I've been doing it since 2008, man. It just sounded a little disrespectful right there. What are you, what are you mad at me for, man? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just jerking your chain, man. You know, voice of Skip that diddly dee, Kirkpatrick, man. Lighten up, man. I meant no disrespect. I meant no disrespect. 
Now go get your fucking film projector. And then, then I just go off. I go off. And then they got to hold me back. And I'm like, keep him here. Keep him here. I'm talking to the voiceovers. I come back, beat the voiceovers down, stomp them out. The homies is helping. Beat, pistol whip, all that. Beat the voiceovers down, stab it up, throw the voiceovers in the trunk. And then I'm going to go, you know, we got to go get rid of the voiceovers. And I'm going to go stop by, see my mom. We're going to talk. I'm going to talk about her painting. And we're like, yo, one dog's looking that way. Other dog's looking the other way. And the guy in the middle is like, what do you want from me? Huh? And then we go, we drive, and we find out that the voiceovers are still alive in the back. We open the trunk, stab the voiceovers up. Also, give them a couple of bullets with the pistol, and then get rid of the body. That's how dedicated I am to stand up. If I had to choose between the two, guess who's leaving? Guess who's leaving? But I get it, man. Like, you know, if I'm not what you signed up for, and you go see me live, and it just wouldn't, it wasn't what you expected, I'd be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And that happens. That happens, that happens in movies all the time. You know, people be like, man, this movie ain't what I thought it was. So people could have came to my shows and be like, man, he, he's not who I thought he was. I don't know. But I don't know. I can't call it. I'm definitely promoting. Definitely doing that. So I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I do is. feel like it's like a little bit of the voiceover situation. Because mm-hmm. people say it to me all the time. Like, does he be like Kirkpatrick and... Right, cram, and I'm the one. I'm like, eh, no, right. We have normal conversations, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and then also, you notice that, like, when you do squeeze in one of your sayings in a joke, the crowd explodes. Oh yeah, for sure. It literally is like the scene from the Warriors when they're all like, <laughs> yeah. Why are they so hype in that scene? But I don't. But it's literally like that. Yeah. There's a definite reaction. It's like, man, we've been waiting for this. But it's it's not, it's not it's just not a part of my stand-up. It's just not included. It's just not included. So I'm like, you know, this this is what it is, guys. Sorry. I will say this. I think you introduce people to stand-up a lot of times too. Oh yeah. So they don't know what to expect. They don't know what like they literally don't know what to expect, or they're like scared, or they're like, I don't know if I like stand-up comedy. I like your voiceovers. I like right. you. Yeah. But I just don't know if you're worth leaving the house for. Right. And it's like, you know what? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Show yep. the fuck up. And they might have showed up the first time. They're like, yeah, you know, I like them better on the on the IG. Hey, man, stop putting yourself down. I'm not. I'll beat you up. I'm, I'm just looking at I'm I'm, I'm realistic. I'm just looking at the possibilities and the, cause I, I just know, cause I know too many critics. I know too many people. I just know how people respond to art and, you know, everybody's critical of everything. And so even though you don't want to be critical of yourself because you don't want to put yourself down, but the reality is when you're in entertainment and art, people are going to critique you no matter what you do. So I'm aware of that. And so even though it's me, I'm not exempt of the critique and the critical mind. And so I just be thinking like they probably came out and was like, you know, a lot of people had had a good time for sure. And I feel confident that, you know, I do my job well, but I'm also very aware that, you know, some people was like, "Eh, you know, I'll stay home next time. And that's fine. 
Um, but it, it's just interesting seeing those those numbers because I'm like, oh, I see what's going on here. So now it comes down to narrowing down the cities that show up every time. And so I got to start compiling that list of the cities that pull up every time. And New York. And Cleveland is not on that list yet, and I don't think Tampa's going to be on that list either. So but we'll see. You know, when I go back to Baltimore, when I go back to Raleigh, when I go back to Chicago, New York, we're going to see Philly. We're going to see if they hold up the second time around D.C. Those cities. Nashville, they made an offer for me to come back to Nashville. Nashville sold out every show. So now if I go back, will they show up in those same numbers? I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. Um, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Cheating scandal. Um, I posted a video about, you know, because they, they, they kind of suspended them from on air since this happened. If you don't know what happened, so T.J. Holmes is married, and Amy is married. They're both married to other people, and they got caught, I guess, cheating with one another, out here, booty squeezing, you know what I'm saying, hanging out, and now it's a scandal. Scandalous. Um, So now, you know, the network is like, they didn't know how to handle it initially, and then now they're like, oh, we're going we gonna to put y'all on ice for a little bit, which could lead up to them letting them go, which is probably, unfortunately, you know, what's going to happen. Um, because here's the thing, man. TV shows, TV network, they're all about the numbers, man. The numbers. The numbers I'm in here talking about, that's what they're all about. That's the bottom line. And so if you do something to mess up the brand, and people are no longer tuning in. They like, yo, man, well, shit, we're going to have to let y'all go because um, they've been temporarily pulled from the air as ABC figures out the next steps. So they nervous. And I don't know what's going on at home. Like, I don't even know what what's going on at the crib for both cribs. Because this is tough. Like, it's like, man. You know what I'm saying? The world know you got cheated on. Not everybody's in your personal business. And it's just like, damn. And as a network, you're like, well, we can't have people tune away. We already struggling as is to keep people, you know, viewed up over here. One false move, we can't, because it's too much competition. So if you're a network, Sabrina, let's say you're the network. Okay. What you doing? Let's say you're ABC. What you doing? All right. So. Take your personal feelings out of it and give us the bottom line. I will say after watching the Try Guys scandal, I don't know if you know about that. Uh, the Try Guys is a spinoff from uh what the hell is that network called on YouTube? It's, I mean, it's not even a network on YouTube. Whatever. The, there's this guy on there who was the wife guy. He always talked about his wife. Oh, my wife, my wife. He loves his wife, Ned Ned Fulmer. 
And he got caught cheating on his wife with a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Now, the other guys were like, nah, fuck that. I, oh, BuzzFeed. Uh, we have to let you go. Like, this shit is nah. Like, we we can't. This is going to make us all look bad. And everyone cheered on the Try Guys and still support them and love them. So I would follow that. And the way they did it, I would have to, like, let them go. But I would have to find a replacement that is lovable and a little more trustworthy. So you find. I'd have I'd have to let them go. Unfortunately, it's just because. People. People are never going to get past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're never going to take in. uh, Like whatever they're saying properly, it's Mm -hmm. always going to be like. Yeah, but you cheated. Right. Yeah, it's a good morning, but you you cheated. <laughs> you and know what I mean? Randomly, CJ says both TJ and Amy got their current spouses by cheating on their prior spouses. So, so is this a pattern? Oh shit! Is a tag team situation? Tag team back again? Man, come on in. I mean. Yeah, it's tough. It's like you got to protect the brand. And I feel like in today's world, there is so much competition at every turn that the slightest turn off, you're out of there. And so ABC can't risk losing steam on any level. So if it's going to turn off people in the slightest, then you got to make that move because I, you know, I come, I, I come from a place of, you know, eh, it's are they doing their job well? Like I, I, I come from a leave your problems at the door type of space, but I'm also from the space of the numbers, the business, and if it's hurting the business, then it's like, all right, man, we gotta y'all gotta take the L on this one, because I, I, you know, them them cheating is not a shocker. It's not a shocker. I know people cheat all the time in the workplace. People hook up all the time in the workplace. So it's not a shocker. And plus, I ain't really, be, I'm going to be honest, I don't really be paying attention to them like that. So they wasn't even in my thought process. Like, I don't watch them enough to even really have an opinion on them. I just, you know, this, oh, oh, I've seen TJ before, but nothing sticks. It's just like, oh, oh. So this brought me to them. But, um, but I just know coworkers are always hooking up. Coworkers are always hooking up. And those people that have a strong stance on, I'm never hooking up with the coworkers, that's because they already hooked up with the coworkers and the shit was filed. So now they got the, the hard stance of, I, I ain't doing that no more. Because it, it just comes with the territory. It's like, you know, you're around people all the time, you spend all this time together, and then boom, pow, you're in the shit show. And so it's like, well, damn, here we are. That's why it's good to be in my business, man. I ain't, I ain't really got no coworkers like that. My coworkers, man, we work together one night, then we just go home. Just, I see you for 45 minutes, I'm out. You know, it ain't no hanging around. It ain't no hours and hours together. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. 
I go do my show. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm out, man. I'm going to either going to the next show or you going home. So it's like, damn, whelp. On to the next. And I guess if this is their pattern, then maybe in their next relationship, they're going to cheat again. You just never know. Or this could be a slap in the face lesson learned. I want to know what's going on at the crib. Like, did, did the spouses be like, I'm out, or you you get out? I want to know what's happening at the crib. Even though it ain't my business, I'll still be like, man, they getting cussed out? Like, what happened? What happened on the back end? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm talking about, and, and are they still feeling one another in the now? You're know, like, man, our lives are ruined together. Let's stay together, Rose. Is it like the 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 sinking of the Titanic? Are they both like on that little door in Titanic floating? TJ, oh, Amy, and they both just sinking. Lives crumbling, careers is on the line. Is, is he like, man, Amy? It was it was worth every penny. Or are they just like, God damn, man! I, I told you, TJ, I ain't want to do this. Well, you know. It, it, it was good. I was caught up in the moment. Or is TJ like, Amy, this was your doing, man. You came on to me. Are they fighting each other? What's really going on? I don't know. We'll never know, probably. Did they get one in? Did they get the a road? final smash in? Yeah, they was like, you know what? Since it's all over. Since it's all over the place, we might as well just, you know what I'm saying? What the hell else we got to lose, punk? The what the hell else we got to lose, pumps? Man, it's tough. I wonder what their salary is. Now I'm all in. Now I'm all I'm deep in. Now what's your salary? What, what kind of financial hit you taking? How much did you have saved up? If you get the divorce, how much you gonna have left? Who's getting the house? Who's getting the assets? Where you going? Where you live at right now? What's going on? Is is Amy's husband related to Elizabeth Shoot? That's a question I can probably just Google, you know. But then, but that was one of the that was one of them. It's crazy, man. It's wild. Does 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 cheating make y'all uncomfortable? Does does talking about cheating and seeing people cheat and all that does it make y'all uncomfortable? And that's the question for you too, Sabrina. Like cause some people are like, man, because because when cheating comes up, you immediately put yourself in that position. So some people could become uncomfortable, whether it be own personal reasons with cheating or personal situations, whether you get cheated on, whether you're getting triggered or whether your 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 parents cheated. So it's like, man, bring me back to this. Does it make y'all uncomfortable to talk about it, to see it, to hear about it? Most of the chats were the saying, nah, nope. Yes. Yeah, nah, it doesn't. I don't do nothing. I ain't gonna lie. I was all in on that uh try guy scandal because that was juicy. So <laughs> I know I'm all in on this one. <laughs> I'm all in on the scandals. And that's why that's why I never buy when people pump up they made a lot, that don't that don't make me believe that they faithful. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, eh, you know, 
I trust no one. I trust no one. Um, especially if I'm not in a relationship with you, I'll be like, man, I don't know what you be doing. But just because somebody pump up their mate don't mean they ain't under the table with some bullshit. Now, if you see one of your friends cheating mm-hmm. and you're cool with the person they're cheating on. Oh, now, now you asking the hard hitting question. And you're now. like, yo, they're going to lose everything. They're ruined. They, if this gets this, this is it. Uh-huh. What do you do? Ooh. Ooh. So I'm cool with. Am I cool with both? Like, who who is the conduit of the friendship through? All right, let's do it like this. Somebody from the squad, right? Uh-huh. Now, the person they're cheating on, mm-hmm. you, like, we all love them. Right. Like, when we go to their house, like, mm-hmm. man, this this is a good mate. Mm-hmm. This is a great individual. I, I love this woman. She's just great. Yeah. And, you know, this is a perfect, like, this is a great person for my friend. Mm-hmm. The perfect person this for my friend. They're great. Beyond. Then you find out they're getting cheated on. Mm-hmm. And they're sick. Oh, let's throw it some. Oh, wait, hold on now. <laughs> you throwing in too, too many. And they're pregnant. <laughs> what you mean sick? No, nah, no. Nah. Let's just take away the sick part. Oh, okay. But uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> now I've I've been in a situation like this before, to where I knew I knew a friend of mine was getting cheated on, and is a girlfriend of mine, so she was getting cheated on. I heard about it and the and the and the girl that was getting with her man at the time was somebody I used to mess with. So needless to say, I knew, you know, both parties. I heard about it, I was like, oh damn. And I didn't say nothing. I was just like, oh. you know, I had and when it, when it came to light, when it all came out, and she asked me, she was like, did you know? And I was like, yeah. I, I had heard some things. And I felt, I felt bad, you know, revealing that I did know. Because, you know, when she asked me, I didn't lie. I wasn't like, man, I never, I, I never knew. No, I, never, I was like, yeah, you know. And she was like, damn. And I was like, ah. She gave old girl the hands too. She gave her, she pieced her up. But I was just like, so it made me think like, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I could have been a better friend and gave her the heads up. And in that situation, I was definitely closer to the girl that got cheated on. Like I definitely could have been like, you know, you know what's going on here. Now, now this situation you're asking me about, where, you know, I knew the guys first. Oh. Now you met them all at the same time. They, oh, I met they've them been all with the that person. Time. They've been with that person. Oh, I met them all at the same time. Like you met this couple at the same time. You just happen to be 
the the guy happens to be in the squad because the squad is dudes. Yeah. Damn it. Amir, what you doing, man? Let me take the heat off me for a second. <laughs> run, run a scenario by me one more time. So I'll make, make sure I got this right. All right. So uh, a couple that you've met at the same time, right? You get really cool with the dude. But the woman is an amazing woman and a perfect woman for said dude. She takes care of him. She All of that. Mm-hmm. You find out that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Do you tell her? Jesus. That's what, man. The telling part is bad. I'd rather have like she found out kind of thing. Um, and then it'd be uh like, you know, because I feel like I've now I've been in this situation before. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I didn't tell her. Okay. She How'd was my friend. Feel? So she's my friend. I didn't know dude. I didn't I didn't know the the guy personally. Uh-huh. But that guy had been trying to mess with my girlfriend, and I'm in high school at this time. Okay. So he was trying to mess with my girlfriend. Like they had like flirted sometime before I came into the picture or whatever. Okay. So prior before um but i ain't i didn't know who this guy was i just heard his name uh-huh. i didn't know who this guy was and then when i found out that that was this girl that i was a friend with that's that's her boyfriend i was like what the so it got bad when it was when it was in a, when i was in a relationship because he was still texting my girlfriend and i'm like i know your girl yeah why are you texting my girl when i know who your girl is and then she's my friend like we'll talk to each other every now and then right. you know, stuff like that and i'm just like like do i tell her and i, I didn't uh-huh why and not I, did, I felt like it, like you know, being that person to tell somebody something like that, and then you got to be the person to explain like how you have all this evidence of these things, yeah, uh, for that kind of stuff, and you know, uh, you know, it's just finding a place to be like I, I know something, and yeah. breaking that news to that person. I don't know if I could do it, yeah, and then you got to have all the stuff to back it up, like no, he was doing this and this, this and this, right, right, right. Um, eventually it came out like you know all the stuff came up. She was, she did text me and was like. You know, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I just oh. felt like I couldn't, like in that specific place, it was a hard place for me to do it. Yeah. So did you lose her as a friend after that? No. After no, no. you revealed? Okay. No. Cause she understood. Like, yeah. it's a, I feel like anybody that's in that p- specific position would be like, it's, that's a tough place to be that you know. Right. And it's something that's happening to you. Like, you have to tell the other person. Like, how do you yeah. tell the other person? And it's like, it's kind of one of those things. Like, it, since he was so ridiculous with it, I felt like it was eventually an amount of time where it was going to come out. Right. Um, Your situation was easier because you didn't know the guy. Yeah. So you could have easily been like, hey, man, this dude's trash. Yeah. I could have. But, yeah, like one of the things is like how how their relationship was or whatever. It's like I don't want it to throw or make it like worse or whatever the case may be. Because I don't know if she's going to be like, oh, you know, I knew or anything like that. Like, you know. Yeah. It was pretty bad. But if I know both of them and it was like, that's do I what tell makes her? it tougher. Yeah, do I tell her and it's like, how close are we? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like this situation. But I, because then it's like, yeah, I don't know. Because either way, I feel like it's a lose lose. Yeah. Um, And I rather, I feel like in that instance, I just rather be on the right side of, of it. Mm. It's like, I know he's cheating. I'm not, but it's like, if I don't say anything, am I condoning that kind of behavior? Which I don't condone right. that kind of behavior. Right. And it's like, I guess it would be like, how did I find out? Is he bragging to me about cheating? Is he telling me that he's cheating? And he's like, you know, gloating it up and trying to make it seem like it's something cool. Like, and then I'm, I hear about it. I don't really say much, but I know mm-hmm. to that point. Because if you bragging to me about cheating and stuff like that, and you da 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 and all that stuff like that, and right. I know your girlfriend and we cool like that, like we met at the same time kind of thing. Right. I'm snitching. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Because if you come to me bragging about it or something like that, ah, oh, you, you prideful about it. Right. That definitely makes a difference. Yeah. The way it, how I yeah. find out about the cheating is going to let me know. Like, if it was right. something like caught on a slip, like, oh, and he's like, oh, hey, you know, kind of thing is like, all right, I'm going to, you know, 
I ain't gonna say nothing, but at the same time, I, I probably gotta hold him accountable. Like, hey man, you gotta, you know, you're gonna have to say something. Like, I can't, I can't allow this kind of shit to happen. Yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna, gonna have, have to, to tell say him. You're, you're gonna, gonna give him the yeah. you're gonna give him the ultimatum, like, yo, you need to tell her. Cause then it'd be like, you need to tell her or what? Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, well, then then I gotta tell her. And then I, you know, then I gotta be cool with that or whatever. So yeah. it just give them the position to own up to it. Right. And then the fact that like I don't I don't condone cheating. Right. But you need to hold yourself accountable. I'm not gonna make that choice for you, but I'm giving you time to do it before, you know, something else could possibly happen. And I feel like if you put somebody in that kind of position, then I feel like they you would you would hope that they would just do it on their own kind of thing. Right. But sometimes they'd be waiting for you to take the bait too. Cause I don't know what kind of relationship they might have. Like obviously if the cheating thing or whatever, but she could turn on you and be like, how could you accuse him of that doing such a thing happens. or something like that? Yeah. And if I lose both of them, then hey, fuck it. Y'all could be right. goofy on your own. You know what you saw. Yeah. Your hands are clean. This is tough, man. Cause I really, I really don't like snitching. I know we I know we tease Slarita all the time and you know it's a running joke that Slarita hates snitches. He I really don't like telling. And good or bad, for better or for worse, in my spirit, in my soul, I don't like telling. I'm like, I I it even for the righteous. The most righteous of reasons, I'm like, but I'm telling. And so it's it's not my natural go-to reaction. So this is this is tough for me to answer. Cause I'm like, at my core, I want to be like, I'm telling because man, you can't do it like this. And I don't want to condone no cheating, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a good woman. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? You feel me, man? How that's, dare that's, you? It's a lot of sense of self in that. But it, it's like I got I got to step outside of who I am, and oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the hardest part. It's like stepping aside uh, from what I I think, and then I got to put myself in the shoes with what I want somebody to tell me. How would right, I feel me, if somebody? Let me told give y'all me. two things. Oh. Okay, so I don't know how recently you watch Mean Girls, but I've never, I've never seen it. Regina George was cheating on her boyfriend and Katie was trying to get them caught. The That's something I would do. I'd be like, they're they're in the pro- the projector room. Wait, <laughs> or, they like, did what now? Some, like, so Regina George was cheating on Aaron Samuels uh-huh. and Katie, uh, Lindsay Lohan, was trying to get Aaron to catch Regina in the act. Okay. So she would say things like, oh, uh, your band meeting got moved to the projection room at 4 p.m. Oh, gosh. Gotcha, because gotcha. that's the time that Regina would be cheating with on him. Yeah. <laughs> in the projection room. Uh-huh. And, but she never got caught. Like she, like every time he would go to where they would say, uh-huh. something would happen. Okay. And like, <laughs> I, li- I like this strategy. I feel like I would try to do something like that. Now, uh-huh. I have a real life situation that happened to me. Oh, shit. Where I hooked this dude up mm-hmm. with my homegirl, right? Oh, snap, huh? Now, my homegirl, you know, at the time, great individual mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in my head. Uh, loved her. You know what I mean? I thought she was, you know, the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my homeboy 
also a great individual. Uh, he had a rocky past, but he really got his shit together. Okay. Great, great, great dude, uh-huh. right? Both. I love them both, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, man, y'all would be good together. Okay. Let me let me introduce y'all. They hit it off. Uh-huh. And they were, they went flying, soaring, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. And then oh. she ends up going back to her ex, who I also know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm cool with all three of oh. these people. Oh, okay. On the same level of coolness, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Equal cool. Mm-hmm. And she's straight up cheating oh. on my homeboy oh. with her ex, with the ex. right? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Try and like her ex mm. used to run in the same circle as me as far as like mm. uh like when i used to go to shows like when i used to go to like watch bands at yeah. you know different venues so i would see them he'd be at the same party mm-hmm. and this was a different uh crew than like the homeboy i hooked her up with okay and that that's like a completely different crew uh-huh. that, that was a queen's crew and then the ex-boyfriend was like the manhattan crew okay so i'm gonna separate it right boroughs okay so now I, oh. right, mm-hmm. I hooked her up with this man. Oh, okay. So if she gets caught, who looks bad? You, Who's going to get the you, blame? You you did this. You ruined his life. Because he was fully mm-hmm. invested in this woman. Right, man. He was all in, man. He got she's his a, life she was, together. She's a beautiful woman oh, to this day. She's fine gorgeous. as hell. I've never seen it, but she's fine as hell, man. She's a, she's a prize. She Yes. And he's you know just saying? got his life together, man. He's doing right. You know what I'm saying? He's making yes. the changes. He's like, man, you know what? He's optimistic about life and love again. Yes. And then, you know, the ex come back around. He comes sniffing back around. She never got over the ex. And but oh, she man. thought she thought she was over him because she met this great guy that got his life together. And, you know, he was loving her up. And but the ex, man, it was something about the ex. She couldn't let him go. I don't know what it was about the ex, because the ex was. All right, he was. He, he was, was cool. He was, he's, man, he wasn't he was all cool. that, man. Yeah, he wasn't all that. He wasn't all that, man. I'm Fuck like, why are you ex. going backwards? That's a, mm-hmm. that's why you the ex, man. You 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 was trash on some level. And today, the ex still the ex. It's not like they got married. They never even got back together, so it wasn't even worth it in the end. <sighs> so what did you do? I was actually dating the brother of the guy that I hooked her up with. Okay. And the brother found out. Now, uh-huh. I'm in trouble. Okay. Why did you hook my brother up with this scallywag, with this slore? Okay. I don't know if you remember the word slore back then. This slore. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I promise. And he's like, well, we got to tell him. I said, nah, I wouldn't. We. <laughs> oh. We. He just got out of jail. You got to tell him. Oh. <laughs> he really did just get out of jail. Uh, and so he ends up writing her a letter. My the dude that I was talking to mm-hmm. uh, ends up writing his brother a letter, mm-hmm. and was like, "All right, if he finds it, he finds it. I'm gonna just leave it in my room. I'm gonna just have if he comes into my room for whatever reason, boom, there mm-hmm. it is." Mm-hmm. He ends up finding the letter. Okay, and he pulls me to the side. He oh. said, "Hey, Sabrina, can we talk?" Uh huh. Is this true? Is she? Mm-hmm. She cheated on me crying. Oh, man, tough. And I'm like, fuck. Because he was all in, man. I was like, yes. Just got out of jail, man. Shit is sensitive when you first get out. I'm like, yes. I'm sorry. 
Did you cry? <laughs> if he wasn't well? crying, I would be like, I don't know, son. Uh, but yeah, he started crying. Did so you I cry was just too? Like, huh? Did you cry with him? Nah, nah, nah. nah. Okay. It's not no. You cry, we okay. cry together. Gotcha. No, it's not one of them situations. All right. But I did feel really bad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I, I just had to come clean. You know what I mean? I had yeah. to come clean, and she never talked to me again. <laughs> she so never you talked lost to me her again. as a as a friend. I lost her as a friend. Yeah, because she's like, you snitched on me. I was like, yo, I I didn't. You have to understand that, like, you were out in the open about this shit. And mm-hmm. New York's not that big. New York is not that big. And she you put know? you in a whack situation. And put me in a whack situation. And he was a genuinely good dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, I got to go. I don't, I gotta go. Like this, I was okay with her being like, you, you broke code. I was like, nah, man, I ain't in this code. I ain't know about this code. I hooked you up. If I didn't hook her up, I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, okay. So was the letter anonymous? Nah, nah, you could tell them. Why did he come to you? He came to me because he he came to me about everything. Yo, that family came to me about everything. When I tell you the mom used to come to me about everything, the mom used to come to me about too much. That's why I don't talk to them no more. Here's the like, thing, though. Friend. Here's the thing that I want to say about the guy you were seeing. Huh? When his family is easy. It's easy. When his family, if, if you're cheating on my brother, I'm not, I'm not even coming to you. I'm like, yo, man, she she cheating on my brother. I'm telling. Well, he did that to protect me, though. He's like, this makes you look crazy. Like. Did you know about he came to me first because he was like, Did you know about this? Did you do this on purpose? Why would you do this to my brother? I'm like, no, like don't don't put it out there just yet. Like, let me figure out, let me see what's going on. And he's like, nah, like I gotta tell him somehow. So he wrote it down. Yeah. He's like, once you figure it out, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when the letter was found. And I was just like, Man, yeah. Yeah. But there there was there was no way there, there was nothing they could do for you. No, no, no. So, so you might as well just come in guns blazing, like, "Yo, she cheating," and ultimately, it's still not fully your fault. Even yeah. though, even though you made the love connection, you still ain't got no control over what somebody else is gonna do, and you didn't know that she was gonna cheat on him. You know, so that's not on you. And so, as a brother, you know, I'm. That's when I'm snitching. Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah. cheating on my brother, I'm snitching. I'ma just be like, yo, man, hey, you know, I seen, I seen what's her name with this dude, man. What's up with yeah. that? No, no remorse, no, no, none of that. I'm like, yo, that's my brother. So it's it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's easy work. Boom. She out. Even, I, even yeah. if I was like, you know, they were together for a long time and I built a relationship with his girl, and it's just like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm still like, hey, bro, she out here trifling, say. I thought I thought we knew her, man. It's like she cheating on both of us, man. I feel your pain, but I'm telling. Yeah, it, it was just I don't know. It, I was I was 23, I think 24. I was young. And let me also uh, say this: if I'm accountability McGee, uh-huh. so let's say I'm the one cheating, right? I'm doing the cheating. I'm the one that's cheating. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing the cheating and I get told on. I'm not even mad at who told. Because if they are in a situation where I, because I put them in a situation 
Right. That was fucked up. A- yeah. As friends. Yeah. A- as my friend, I'll put you in a fucked up situation. If if they tell on me, I'll be like, hey, well, you know what? That's what I get. And I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at that person for telling because they kind of had an obligation to tell. So I kind of expect that going in. It's not like, hey, yo, yeah. why are you over here being all honest and shit and caring about, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't cut somebody off because of that. Like I'm not I'm not looking for cohorts in villainy out here. Right. It's like, man, I, I just want to cheat on people and have people that's gonna have my back. I don't have that mindset. So it, it had been like the way she cut you off, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'd have been like, damn, Sabrina, man, I got caught. And then we could have a conversation <laughs> like, and then you could be like, well, why'd you do it, man? I set you up. You got me out here looking bad. I know, man. It's just the ex came back around, man. It was looking good, man. The old cologne. And I was I was familiar with the penis already, man. It's a good time. Yeah. Yo, you want to know something crazy? Hmm. This was when, when I, like I said, I was 23, right? Uh-huh. Or around 23. That's however many years ago. It's a long time ago, right? right? The second Teteo that I went to, she was there. Oh, wow. Did she speak? Out here in LA. I found out that she moved out here in LA. <laughs> you, you saw her that night? I saw her. At first, I was like, was that? Yeah. Nah. And then I seen her again. I said, oh, shit. And I think we both had that oh, shit moment. We didn't say nothing to each other, though. Oh, man. Because she's still, she's still like, you broke code. Bitch, you cheated. Did she ever tell <laughs> you you broke code? Yeah. Oh, that's that's all she said. Yeah, yeah. And then she, like, changed the captions on, like, all our pictures on Facebook to, like, rest in peace. I'm like, cool. Oh, wow. That's corny. That's mad that's corny. Like I will cool. say... <laughs> That's my favorite snitch story when it comes to cheating is when I got cheated on mm-hmm. by my first real boyfriend who was cheated on me with my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. That's the girl whose uh, who's cheekbone I broke when I found out. Yeah. Yeah. And when her parents were like, man, I, I told her this. I was like, you can't. Don't do this to Sabrina. I yeah. was like, well, y'all knew. Like, yeah, we wanted to tell you, but yeah, I mean, we told her you're a good friend. Like, man, you know, it's just (laughs) she got what she deserves. Mind you, I broke their daughter's face. That's (laughs) that's crazy that you made such an impression on them. Even though you broke her face, literally, you deflated her face. You deformed this woman. No, she's good. She's good. I've seen her since. And the pain, she was deformed when when that skull was broke, though. She had to get it fixed. So, you know, not saying she deformed now, but when you break somebody's yeah. cheekbone, there's a deformity that happens. With, in the middle of that, in the storm of that, unhealed daughter, they were still like, man, we we told her, man. That means you really made an impression on these people. I was a I was a great friend to her. Yeah. She was in the background crying hysterically while they're telling me on the phone, like, look, you were such a good friend. Yeah. Like you didn't deserve this. Um, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry for what she did. Every time he would come over, we would tell her, yeah. how could you do this? And this, that, and third, and da da da. Mind you, I'm not proud of what I did to her face. Yeah. I was how old was I? I was like 19. You could have went I was to young. I was a young hood rat. Like I was like, I didn't know how to control my emotions. Mm-hmm. And 
year. Like, this, mind you, this is my best friend. Yeah. And my boyfriend of like three or four years. I don't know. Right. These are two people that I loved and adored that I was always with. Both mm-hmm. of them at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, I would always pick them up because I was the only one out with a car. Right. I'd go. I was living in Long Island, driving to Queens, taking them all over the world, taking them from here, there, da, 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 da. Right. I got her a job at a tattoo shop. I did all this. And what happens? How do you how do you not have that baggage even today? Like, how can you trust anybody ever again after something like that? Oh, because I just I, I I'm very I'm very much uh, trauma based. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just feel like whatever traumatic or like internal stuff that they were going through, because I also recognize the insecurity, especially in her. Mm-hmm. And it definitely like she I know she not even to boost myself up. I know she looked up to me. Yeah. Uh, I know that she saw me as somebody as that she wanted to be because I was very, at the time I was very confident. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I had a lot of friends that, you know, I was out there. Like I was like, a lot of people knew me. A lot of people like rocked with me. And she yeah. was like, man, like I want this. Mm-hmm. And so, and she saw me that I was in a good relationship and da da da. And so she's like, man, if I could take him, I could probably take it all. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like that's her mentality. So it's like, I can't, think that everyone has that mentality because i don't have that mentality you know what i mean right like i can't assume that everyone is a piece of shit just because a handful of pieces of shit because that's not real my grandmother exists you know what i mean right so it's like when when you have somebody like my grandmother in your life it's Mm -hmm. like okay good people exist so i can't assume that everyone is bad right i exist i can't assume everyone is bad like you exist you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like i see and recognize good people and they overshadow the shitty individuals so i'm not going to walk around with that baggage because that's bullshit i feel that you know what i mean and if and also like karma came for both of them for both of them uh actually (laughs) like immediately after so like i know that i'm covered and like when people do shitty stuff to me like Mm -hmm. i'm good right you know what I mean? Like karma will get them. Either I didn't have to do what I did to her, but I, again, I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't know better. Do you believe that karma comes for you when you do whack shit? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Karma, karma is all around. Karma's fair. Yeah, karma's well, very I'm, fair. I'm, gonna get you I'm not saying ass. that like oh, I'm protected and karma will no, no. Karma is very fair. Yeah. So that's why, and I, I was such again. This is. Going back to a conversation we had not too long ago, mm-hmm. I was such a good friend. I'm such a good person. When I'm such a good person to someone and they screw me over, mm-hmm. they are going, it's going to eat away at them later on. Right. Because they're going to miss me. You're going to miss my energy. You're going to miss my words of encouragement and of mm-hmm. like, like, you know what I mean? I push people. I... I try to uplift people. I make people laugh. I make people feel good, good about themselves. So, like, if you screw me over, <laughs> you're going to be like, damn it, I miss Sabrina. I wish I could reach out to her. I'm going through something. I wish I could talk I to need the about energy. it. Huh? I need the energy. And then- yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you about energy. 
You know what gives me energy? Hmm. A nice home cooked meal. Oh, 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 what we talking about then? I mean, my favorite kind of home cooked meal are fast, already prepared. Oh, you know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Something like Green Chef. Green Chef is a good ass time. Um, Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to shoot to shoot to suit your preferences. Our green market is now live, a one-stop shop for quick breakfasts, lunch, and more you can easily add on to your weekly order. They expanded their menu. Now choose from 30 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box without changing your plan. For example, order vegan one day and keto the next. Craving more servings of a favorite recipe? Now you can double the portions in your weekly order with just one click. Now I'm double portions, McGee. Good or bad, hate it or love it, win or lose, I'm double portions, McGee, man. That that is me all day, and I'm glad Green Chef has the option to be like, man, let me double up the portions. That Green Chef you made for me last time, the coconut, was it the coconut curry tofu oh, joint? Yeah, that was good. That was a good time. I like that. Ooh, you put that on some rice. Oh yes, that's what I'm talking about, man. They are offering more customizations than ever before. In addition to swapping protein in any meal that features chicken, beef, or salmon for USDA certified organic ground beef, USDA certified organic chicken, and wild caught sockeye salmon. Why they call them sockeyes though, man? Getting socked in the eye. Now you can also yeah, (laughs) they look crazy. (laughs) Now you can also add chicken or fish to select. uh, vegan and veggie recipes each week for an added protein boost. They're now offering 10-minute lunches. Each week's menu includes two convenient low-prep and nutritional lunches, uh, lunch recipes ready in just 10 minutes. No cooking required. Perfect for when you're on the go or pressed for time at the office. Eat well at lunchtime, too. Green Chef's exciting new ingredients, recipes, and delicious meals support a healthy lifestyle eat well without sacrificing taste green chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you not the other way around green chef has options for every lifestyle keto paleo vegan vegetarian fast and fit mediterranean and gluten-free and as the only keto uh, meal kit green chef makes sticking to a carb conscious lifestyle easy because that's dope that they even offer stuff like that when you really want to watch your carbs for a little bit. I like that Green Chef has those options for you to keep it all like, you know. Let me back up on the carbs, man, because the cup. Carbs is a good time. And I know they easy to throw up in those meal kits, but they like, nah, man, we're going to give you something else, man. And this holiday season, treat yourself to delicious premium recipes that support your wellness goals and taste good, too. Uh, choose fast and fit. For meals under 700 calories and ready in 25 minutes or less. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, 
dressings, and spices make holiday hosting easy peasy, leaving you more time for celebrating. And Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic uh, offset. We offset 100% of our carbon footprint as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. 100% of our seafood meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch rankings of certified, best choice, or good alternative. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by at least 23% versus grocery shopping. Um so go to greenchef.com slash verbal 599 and use the code verbal 599 to get $5.99 per meal on your first box and your first box ships for free. Again, go to greenchef.com slash verbal 599 and use the code verbal 599 to get $5.99 per meal on your first box and and. One box ships for free. It's highly encouraged to include um, all of this. Make sure you include uh, the promo code verbal five nine nine. Use that code and get that five dollars and ninety nine cent off. Man, it's the number one meal kit, man. So get in on this. Oh man, I'm hungry now. Anytime I read about food, I'm hungry. I'm always hungry, man. I'm always hungry, man. I can't stop, man. I can't stop it, man. Help me, please. Help me, please. I'm hungry right now. Who Speaking hungry of right hunger, now? Kiki Palmer's pregnant. I don't know what that got to do with hunger, but yeah. <laughs> pregnant women be hungry. She is hungry, man. Shout out to Kiki Palmer, man. Never knew. Never knew. Never knew. Uh, she revealed it as she hosted SNL, and she revealed the baby bump, and I was like, man, good for her, man. Like, the kids is pregnant, man. The kids is out here pregnant, man. I like Kiki Palmer, man. She seemed like a good time, great energy, uh, great spirit. I didn't see the SNL sketches yet, um, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure she brought the energy no matter what. I did watch, uh, I watched a skit that they did on, um, they did like a little musical parody of Cuffing Season, and they were talking about wanting big guys to cuff with so they were they were man forget all these six packs and all this man we want the big guys to cuff with so i saw that it had uh scissors singing the hook uh kiki palmer um who who else was in that sketch uh my girl was in there shit why am i forgetting everybody's name um Punky was in there. And even even during even during the sketch, they were like, well, Punky, you don't even like, you don't even like men. She was like, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm tired of being the guy in the relationship. I gotta do all the dishes, the cleaning, and you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I wanna be held. I wanna be the little spoon. I thought that was dope how they had that element in there for the song. Oh yeah, Ego was on there. Um, it was a dope little, dope little sketch. I watched it on uh, Hip Hop DX. Uh, I was like, oh yo, this is dope. Um, so shout out to Kiki Palmer. Congrats on the baby, the bun in the oven. Um, I'm not sure how far she is. She's showing though for sure. Um, little smooth belly. I like pregnant bellies, man. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of how they look. They be all tight. You know what I'm saying? A little baby in there. Skin just be perfectly just like smooth. And then there's that little line in the middle. You be like, man, it's life pulsating in that oven at 375. 
Baby in there, 375, man. Good times, man. Shout out to uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki. I got uncles Palmer. with that belly. Oh, they just got the belly on the strength, huh? The little yeah. tight. My- <laughs> I prefer My that little tight little- belly over a jiggly, love handily Jigglesworth. Give me, give me the tight gut. If I'm going to have a gut, give me the one that looks solid like it can't even be lost. If I had to choose, I'd choose that over the the the, the sloppy, I don't know, jiggly joint. That's just me. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Uh, Herschel Walker, man, this dude is really out here in politics. And, and what was that he said, Sabrina? He said, I've been getting called a coon, but I'm from the country. And those are the smartest animals or something. That's loose. It's a loose translation. Bruh. Whatever. I'm from the country, man. Those are some of the smartest animals around. Bro, we're not talking about the intelligence of raccoons. We know raccoons get down, man. We know who they are. Raccoons be out here. They smart, man. They got hands. They, They can open bags. They can open shit. We've never doubted the intelligence of raccoons. But being called a coon, that ain't what we talking about, bro. <laughs> and you know it. That was a nice little angle you took. But come on, Herschel Walker. Come on, man. Herschel Walker, I play Super Tecmo Bowl on my little handheld gaming device. Super Tecmo Bowl, this is the 91 NFL roster that I play with. And Herschel Walker is on that game. He is part of the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm just like, who would have thought? Years down the line, he going to be out here running for office with a good chance of winning. With a good chance. I look at politics now as pro wrestling. It's all ridiculous. It's all over the top. But people seem to love it, and they going to pull up for whatever candidate they can feel, no matter what. And I'm just like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to backslide out of this coon label. Nice try. Cooning has never been about intelligence. It's never been about that, sir. It's never been about being perceived as dumb. Oh, Herschel, Herschel, Herschel. But some of y'all out here voting for this man. Some of y'all out here voting for this man, mad and focused on Deion Sanders. You need to be focused on who about to win this little election. And it could be Herschel Walker in Georgia, cooning it up for y'all. Coon. Calling somebody a coon is mad funny, though. Like, we call each other that in the group chat just because, just, just even when it don't apply. We'll just roll up. Like, Man, what you coons in here doing? Remember that song? Look at the coons. Got the funky for you. Oh, my God. Y'all out here, y'all out here, man, pressing this stuff forward. And Donald Trump got a good chance of winning again. I'm going to just throw that out there. He got a good chance of winning again. And y'all letting it happen. You're letting the horse shit happen. I blame all y'all. Everybody. Bill Cosby has more allegations. Five more women um, have come out with, you know, allegations against Bill Cosby. And some played a minor role on the Cosby show. Yo, man. 
Bill Cosby was out here up to no good, man. Bill Cosby was just out here up to no good. The laundry list don't stop. They just waited. They sat in the pocket. They sat in the pocket after all that was going down. They let him do his jail time, and they was like, all right, the reinforcements. They coming in in the fourth quarter like the end-to-end game, man. They swooping in like the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. We we coming in hot. Better late than never. I'm like, bro, man. Bill Cosby was really out here. Damn, man. People people really out here thinking they ain't going to get caught. They thinking they ain't going to never get caught. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. They just think I'm going to just be, I'm going to do creepy shit. I'm going to do weird shit. And people just going to let it ride. People was really out here thinking that. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. And now he back in the mix. What if he go back to jail in his 80s? Just an old ass inmate in there. But let's be real. It's old ass inmates all the time. You get a license, you're going to be an old ass inmate. When I was watching the Irishman again, they was falling apart in that prison. I was like, man, they just got old and old. They was in the wheelchair. Then next thing you know, they was dead. And they just die in the prison? Ugh. Hell no. Hell no. Uh, I got some questions. Got a question from Blowski, uh, 1288. Is that 88? Make sure I'm reading that correctly. Blowski, 1288, is asking me, you are creating a hip-hop rap supergroup. You have to choose one rapper from the four regions, East, West, South, Midwest. Who do you choose and why? Keeping in mind cohesiveness, personality, and how well they would mesh together sonically for many albums, even uh, potentially having rap beef with another group with the same makeup. Who is your four rappers? Uh, This is a well-thought-out question. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so I got a, I'm making a super group, all four regions. All right, let's see. Okay. One rapper from New York, well, not New York, but just the East. I'm going to go with Dallas DC. I bet he picked Nas. Um, I know Nas does well on collab albums. We got to we got to take that into consideration. Who does well on collab albums? You know, Nas did great with Damian Marley. Jay Z did good with Beyonce and Kanye West. Um, Black Thought of the Roots is all collaborative because you know he, the Roots are a band. He's been collaborating the whole time. So it's really coming down to Nas, Black Thought, and Jay-Z from the East for me. One of those three would be my Eastern pick. So I'm I'm, going to just narrow that down to those three sitting right over there. So I'm going to go down south. I'm going to go down to the south. I'm going to go J. Cole, Big Crit, 
or Andre 3000 in the South. Those three are sitting there. Those are the three I'm choosing from, okay? Then I'm going to go up top to the Midwest. Common, Royce the 5'9", Lupe Fiasco. Actually, ooh, okay. Those three right there. Now, uh, somebody asked me in the Chatsworth, would Pac be considered East or West? Great question. He's from New York. But he started rapping out West. I don't know what that makes him. Um, I'm going to take it out West. Kendrick Lamar. Um, hmm. Locksmith and uh, damn, oh, my cube. Uh, piss. I'm gonna go. I really like Absol's rapping ability. Um, she. All right. Ooh, I like Blue a lot too. Blue. Kendrick Lamar, Locksmith. All right, so I'm going to form a super group that's uh, on a certain wavelength. Here's a super group I'm going with. All right. I'm going to go with Nas, Common, Andre, and Kendrick. No, 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 no. I'm taking, I'm going a different approach. I'm going a different approach. I'm going to do Common, Nas, Cole, Kendrick. Common Nas, Cole Kendrick. That's that's what I'm going with. I'm going with that. That's that's where I'm at. Common Nas, Cole Kendrick. And the reason I chose this is because I feel like they would flow well off each other. Common and Nas and Kendrick are are fantastic storytellers. Uh, they can all turn it on if they need to in a battle. Nas has been battle tested. Common went at uh, the whole West Side Connection. Kendrick and Cole, they haven't had a straight battle yet, but we know Kendrick is ready for the smoke. Even when he didn't diss people, they was just like, oh my God, on that control verse. And the stuff 
Uh, Cole was saying on False Prophets, he he low key threw cats on the grill on a smooth, thought out chill tip. So I'm gonna go Cole Kendrick Common Nas. That's the group. That's my group right there. Yeah. Tough. I I want this project. I want this project right here. Yeah. Sabrina, who you got? No. Oh, uh, that's that's insane. <laughs> Amir, who instantly you got? shut it down. You was waiting to shut me down. That note was quick. <laughs> it was. It was like instant. Because instant. it's just too much. The, I mean, all the thinking you did, I've been of, here like. Uh, there is a lot to think. There's a lot to process. I feel like my I would, nose is bleeding. I would I would have to break it down like by age groups though, like new age as far as like within the past five years then. Mm-hmm. Oh, you bailing? You taking Jeez. the easy way out? No, 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 no. I would take the easy way out. Oh, okay. If we doing it like that, all right, then I got to think of it from a general scope. Somebody that can, and it's supposedly a collab project. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking of how other people collab together and not so much they're on their own standing. And then I got to pick outside of favorites because mm-hmm. they got to work well together. Right. That's the part that make it tough. Because I some know. People don't work well with other people. I know Common and Nas work well together because they did that that song on Common's album. Um, they were dope together. Cole Cole was with Nas on that lot. Let Nas down. Didn't didn't Cole and Kendrick do something together? They have some, I think, some leaked songs. I don't think there's anything that ever came out though. I don't mm. think. Yeah, Ghetto Dreams. That was the name of the Nas and Common song. Um, who you got? They could be they could be dead or alive, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, let's say East. I probably would pick Biggie. Okay. Just because he's all around, and even mm. the collab stuff he did it was just like, damn, he's good at doing the other stuff that people might do. So he'll keep things fresh right. for that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's um, the first on my list too. That's good. Oh, look out, Sabrina! Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South. This is a tough one for me because uh, there's a there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I want to say Wayne, but the only thing about Wayne is that current Wayne is like. We need somebody to reel him in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need somebody to reel him in. But I, I like when he goes wild, too, because it gives a little bit of experimental kind of stuff going, which I think we probably need. He'd be doing too much now. At times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andre Andre's a, a very good choice as well. Yeah. Uh, South. Man, he got too many people, man. I'll probably stick with them, two just off the top. I had to, I might have to revisit that. I don't know how yeah. to, who to pick right there. It's tough. Uh, Midwest. Let's see who we got. Uh, let's, let's try to flip it up. Uh, I do like Common. Mm-hmm. I do like Lupe too. Yeah, Lupe is fire. Uh, I don't want to say Kanye, mm-hmm. but I might have to. Okay. Just more so like something to he, give something because he can. The, the I'm, I'm thinking a variation. Like and he works to, well with others. Yeah, and that that's the part I'm thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't want him to necessarily be the centerpiece, Mm-mm. but um. As far as like he, because the thing is, I got to think of somebody who will be able to take the back seat too. Yeah, and that's the that's the toughest part with Kanye. So <laughs> <laughs> back seat, back seat. Kanye ain't taking no back seat. Yeah. Uh, so I'm up for those three, and then for the West, uh, Pac off top. Mm-hmm. We'll do 
Kendrick as well. I'm trying to think of another West Coast guy that I feel like I'm completely skipping. I mean, there's several, but I feel like I'm skipping over somebody that I that I feel like I should have in this this particular offering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know Kendrick messes well with other people as well. He's you know he can do the genre bending kind of thing as well. Right. And then um, we saw we didn't. I feel like Pac didn't venture out too much with his stuff. Not like not like a whole lot. No, nah, he kind of kept it with Thug Life, his crew, but he he had a lot of features and stuff on. Uh, he didn't have a ton of features on Me Against the World, I guess, because you know Me Against the World. But I mean, California Love and like you know uh, the song he had with Meth and Red and you know corrupting them. He has some good collaborative efforts. Should he even mesh well with uh, John B? Are you still down? Hmm. There in your eyes, yeah. But you know, R and B. That's we talk about rapper to rapper collab. So yeah. I'm gonna take. I, all right, so East Coast, Biggie. Mm-hmm. South, I'm going. Let's do. Let's. Fuck. I want to say three thousand, right? Mm-hmm. If I say three thousand, then I'm taking off Kendrick. Okay, I can see why you did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to sound too, yeah. too similar there. Uh, so we got Biggie, Three Stacks. Mm-hmm. Let's do Midwest. Let's pick Lupe. Okay. I, I want him to do some like spoken word type shit. This is how I'm thinking off my head. Yeah. Um, And then on the West Coast, hmm, give me some. So I got, I got somebody that can, I got this. I got, mm, give me somebody. Fuck it. Give me Snoop. Give me somebody chill. Oh, this okay. is the, give me some. Give me somebody chill. So I'm trying to yeah. get a, a variation between mm-hmm. the people, right? I don't want it to just be all straight bars. I don't want it to be all straight melodic. I want right. it to be a, a, a variation of things. Yeah. So when they come in, they it's like a fresh feel, but it's still it kind of meshes. Right. That kind of sound crazy, but Biggie obviously being the one that can kind of just you, you do know whatever do whatever. So I would probably want him to be like the centerpiece of it. He okay. started he started off, mm-hmm. and then we got Andre. Andre going to take it to another level, bring in some other elements mm-hmm. and, you know, flip it up with the voice kind of thing. If you got Lupe, he'll just come straight at you like a damn laser. And just right. da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Very cut precise. This and then like, oh, man. And then Snoop will bring you down. He'll slow it down. Right. Like, hold on, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me chill it out for you. Let me, Easy to follow. Yeah, but give you all them crazy flows and all that stuff like that as well. You taking, you talking early Snoop or later Snoop? Uh, man. I, there's a difference in the Snoop. Yeah, Snoops. there's a difference. Um, let me get let me get early. I don't want okay. the 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 later Snoop. He got. Yeah. I feel like he might have got a little too chill. Mm-hmm. But give me the early stuff where he still had the you know the you yeah know, the swag to him and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think I got a good little variation. I like there. this list: Snoop, Lupe, Andre, Biggie, and Sabrina. We still got nothing. I got a list. Okay, what we got? <sighs> okay, Biggie and Andre as well. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got Biggie for the East Coast, mm-hmm. Andre for the South. Mm-hmm. Jay Dilla. As a rapper? He can go back and forth between production and rap, right? Okay. And now the West is going to throw you a little bit, now but I Jay really Dilla liked him me. back in the day. The Jay Dilla threw me off. I Because re- I'm thinking of the energy that this would bring. It'd be such a crazy sound. 
if we also threw in Dell, the funky homo sapien. Oh, wow. Because he from Oakland. Okay. So imagine that. Because he obviously worked well with other people because mm-hmm. he did the gorillas and everything. Yeah. I can't so, imagine like, him and Biggie, but it, it's intriguing. But think about old Dell, like Made in America. Mm-hmm. Like that energy, like I think they would, it would be like a dope little balance because Biggie could be real East Coast. And I think Dell could be very ambiguous with his sound mm-hmm. if he wants to be. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just a good voice. Okay. I like, I like the energy and I feel like Dell could go all over the place with it just like Biggie can. And it would sound completely different when they do it. Interesting pills. I like that. Because I can't think of no, you know, West Coast. I'm like, you know, me and the West Coast. I, of course, Kendrick. But Kendrick, I just, I don't want, I don't want Kendrick on this project. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina don't listen to a lot of West Coast MCs. I, I, I love Kendrick, though. Yeah. I love Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick but I'm just it. saying on this project, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kendrick is uh, about it. Yeah, I'm not. Biggest curveball though was Dilla for a rapper. Yeah. I will say this about Dilla though. Dilla could rap. But the but the only thing about Dilla is as a as a straight lyricist for for the project, I don't know. Cause for me, I, I think he's one of the the best rapper producers who actually like produces for real, for real. Like, I, cause I feel like his verse on Thelonious is like my favorite verse on that track, and he's on there with Common and Slum Village, and um, I liked it when he rapped. Like, I liked it when Jay Dilla got on the mic. I'm like, man, Jay Dilla, man, he he would always say some memorable stuff, and I like this flow and sound. So I kind of wish that he rapped on Donuts. So I wish that he, so Dilla was a definite. Dope curveball. I was like, Dilla, huh? So if he can come with them Thelonious type bars throughout this entire project, that'd be and dope. And in my head, he's producing as well. So you got, like, you got you him on the board. Is he producer. doing the whole you could, album? You could throw a whole crew together. That's dope. Everybody's rapping crazy. Da, da, da. But if their beats are whack. Right. That's facts. Somebody, and yeah, somebody I think, didn't say pick. I think we should be. pick a producer. Yeah, a whole album. I think it would we be gotta a very pick a interesting situation. Um, for the whole thing. Me, myself, me personally, I want to go premiere. Um, I can respect that. I want to go DJ premiere because DJ premiere, surprisingly, he has a versatile sound. Um given the stuff that he's produced in the past, looking at his resume, um, going from Gangstar to Illmatic to, you know, working with other artists. He works well with Biggie. He works well with Wu-Tang. He works well with Nas. He works well with Common. Um, I'm going to go with DJ Premier producing the whole thing. That's, that's That's my choice. Oh, that prime that prime project, that first one? Oh my God. Don't get me started. Even the stuff he did with Christina Aguilera, I was just like, man, hell yeah. Primo. Primo for me. Who you going with? You going with Dilla, Sabrina? Who you going with, Amir? Yeah. Mm, it's tough. 
I gotta get somebody with some variation. Mm-hmm. Organized noise, that's a good choice. I want to, this, this would probably be like left field, but I feel like if he in the right headspace, mm-hmm. for sure, he can do it just based on his discography. Mm-hmm. I want to say Timbaland. Oh. So imagine what? those four guys on Timbaland produced project. Man, I love Tim. That's Curveball City. Timmy. But. I, I, you know, I feel like he got the repertoire to do, and his, and his mind would just, you know, they'd be able to take it to like, you know, some new heights. Has he worked with any of these guys before? I can't think of it. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so this this is definitely be interesting because I don't think any of them have worked. Maybe maybe Snoop has worked with Timbaland somewhere down the line. It's possible, but, but I know he worked with obviously worked with Neptune, but um. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't say off the top of my head that I that I'm 100 percent sure about that. Yeah, I mean, for uh, Pharrell Neptune was on my uh, on my list as well. Um, yeah. I definitely had. Uh, I thought about Hit Boy. I thought about Hit Boy as well. Um, I didn't want to get caught up in the moment. Ninth Wonders would be another good option. Ninth Wonders is good. I thought about uh, was Drake's producer? Boy Wonder. I thought about him. Boy Wonder. Even though everything we know is his Drake stuff, but when he when you hear the other stuff that he makes, it's like, mm. oh, I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. There's too many. There's way too many producers. Yeah. I think. But I, the first one that came to my head, I was like, I think Timbaland can Timberland. really take it to another. I'm interested. Oh, I love Odyssey. I love Odyssey as a producer. Um, yeah, man. That's a great question, though. Great question. Oh. Uh, what did you discover, Sabrina? I think I want to take Biggie out. Oh, Snap. And replace him with Q-Tip. Ooh. That's Andre and Q-Tip together Ooh. would be fun. And then so we Del, got Q-Tip, a, Dilla, just... uh, Andre, and Dell. Yeah. Now, I I like I like matching Dell up with Q-Tip better than Biggie. Yeah. I was yeah, I was gonna go down the list. Like all of them together would be a good time. It'd be interesting. And we know Q-Tip and Dilla work well together because they've done it and yeah oh, someone's like at the door I'm not mad at that Sabrina's mic mesh the best yeah that, the, that mesh the sound of it, yeah. yeah that's a that's a well crafted project right there yeah, that sounds I like should it. be getting some merch delivered today um, oh that's probably what I'm alright y'all we gotta get the hell up out of here this is a long episode um I didn't hit y'all with a clip this I definitely want the 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 convos about cheating to be in several different clips because I feel oh, like yeah, we yeah. got a lot of good uh, stuff in that in that ballpark. Um, and there, uh, shit, that was the meatiest part of the podcast today. And then this this right here needs to be clipped. The super group, the rap super group, because I'm curious to know what other people would uh, assemble and put together. That's good, man. I like that. I like that Q-tip throw in. Cause I was just thinking, I reposted Tribe Called Quest recently. It was like a post that I saw and I put it on my story. Tribe Called Quest puts me in a great space mentally. Anytime anything from those first three albums come on, it puts me in a great space and mood. Whenever I hear any of those songs, I don't know what it is. When I see that that woman that's like red and green and just all black, whenever I see that symbol, 
whenever I see the Midnight Marauders album cover with the heads in the background and the it's something about Tribe Called Quest that puts me in a very dope space. Anytime I listen to them. And, uh, you know, it's not many groups that can do that. And, yeah. And Q-Tip's voice, Fife, just that whole, like, vibe. It's just a mood. Anyway, I got to get the hell up out of here. Um, if you are anywhere in Florida, Tampa area, I'll be out there this weekend. Tampa, Florida, five shows, Thursday through Saturday. Two Saturday, two Friday, one Thursday. After that, the next weekend, I will be in Phoenix, five shows, one at CB Live. Uh, the other four will be at Stand Up Live, Pull Up. And then New Year's Eve weekend, Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, um, Pull Up. Those will be my final cities for the year. And uh, the last Tony Baker and Friends for about two months will be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. Tickets on sale now. The show is December 19th. So assemble your crew. Let's go out with a bang. Anyway, man, I want to thank uh, my patron saints for pulling up and being here. Shout out to my producer extraordinaire, Sabrina. And the ones and twos man himself, Amir. I appreciate y'all. And uh, we out.